have a short prayer, and I'm going to get into the word. Um, we can get that prayer up. There we go. Um, if you guys could just read the, the last line in bold with me. Oh God, you prepared your disciples for the coming of the Spirit through the teaching of your Son, Jesus Christ. Make the hearts and minds of your servants ready to receive the blessing of the Holy Spirit, that they may be filled with the strength of his presence through Jesus Christ our Lord. We ask this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Uh, we are going to be in Romans chapter 7, verse 6. If you could flip in your Bibles with me, if you have a physical one present. If not, you can flip over there in your Bible app, whichever one you use. I'll give you guys a moment to flip over there. I do love the sound of the pages. It really is. It's beautiful. Romans 7, 6. But now, by dying to what once bound us, we have been released from the law so that we serve in the new way of the Spirit and not in the old way of the written code. We are also going to be reading in Acts chapter 2, verses 42 through 47. There are those page flips, flips again. Love it. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You guys may have a seat. My name is Brenda. I am a staff member here at JCT. It is an honor and a privilege to just share with you all just a few things. Um, so I'm, I'm periodically going to be coming up here and just sharing a couple of things with you all. We're going to call this these moments a membership moment. And um, I just want to share with you all, just as I've been having membership conversations, um, I, I just want to share with you all, my role here is going to be changing slightly at the church, um, which I'm really excited about. You guys will get to hear more about it during Vision Week. Um, but what this moment here does um, is really to put language to the things that we do as a church. How many of you enjoy fellowship? How many of you enjoy worship? How many of you? We, we as a church have a culture, yes? And what I get to do is I get to put language to that culture. If you all have ever looked at our membership covenant books, um, we have a page there that just covers our cultural distinctives. There is, we, are, we have a culture of grace. We have a culture of renewal, family, uh, his presence, renewal, generosity, and it, it really is just a really beautiful way to just put words. I can't, I can't even put it any other way. It put, puts words to who we are as a church. So whenever you come in and you enjoy the life here and the community here, what you are enjoying is the culture of the people who are here and are members here. So 
If you are interested in learning more about that, we do have the membership guides out on the lobby table. Grab one before you leave here today. Um, but I have the honor of just talking to you guys for a few minutes. Pastor Michael last week taught us about uh, the promise of fellowship. And, and he talked just briefly about just how, how we are a family. Whenever you give your life to Christ, you become a part of this family. So you guys are our brothers, our sisters, our aunts and our uncles. And can I just share with you guys just how beautiful that is? So this week is Thanksgiving week. My family, we don't have any family in town. So we normally typically just have our own family, worldly family traditions with me, my, my husband, and our kids. This this week, my brother is, uh, and is, is having a ceremony for his wedding with him and his wife. They eloped a couple months ago, and they're having a ceremony and a, and a celebration on Thanksgiving Day. So this week, we are going to go out to North Carolina, and we're going to go visit them. And my kids, as much as they love their family, are a little bit devastated because they are going to miss the Youth Thanksgiving Bonfire and they're going to miss decorating the church for Christmas next week. So they're a little bit bummed. And I was thinking, man, I'm just so glad, though, that they have like rooted themselves so deeply in this church that you all have become their aunts and their uncles and, and the family that, that, that is local to them. And it just means so much. Um, so I just wanted to share that. So as we go in and, and talk, about, uh, talk about fellowship, I'm, going to, I'm not going to re-give pastor's teaching. I really think that all of you guys, if you haven't listened to it or if you already have listened to it, listen to it again. Um, it is just a really, really beautiful, uh, beautiful teaching on fellowship. And today I'm going to just share just a few practical ways that we can actually engage in that teaching and practice it out as we go out to lunch on the courtyard. So just a few minutes. I'm not going to be very long. Um, is that okay? All right, cool. So the first point that I have, just a very practical way to show up and engage with the fellowship here and to carry that culture that we have here at JCT is to come prepared. Come prepared. Pastor talked last week about, um, I just said I wasn't going to reteach it, but here I am going to just touch on a couple of things. Um, but he talked about having life about you. He said, you know, things, of course, are heavy in the world, but we don't necessarily have to wear that on us. So whenever you come and you're coming to, for a lunch on the courtyard or you're coming to church, have some life about you. John 10.10 10 says, he has come to give us life and to give it abundantly. It's beautiful. So one of, the, one of the things that our family does is we sit around the table to, for, for dinner, and I will always ask, the, I'll ask everybody at the table, what were your highs and your lows for the day? And I want you guys to do that same thing. Whenever we go out on the courtyard, I want you to ask the people that you're sitting around, what were your highs and lows from the week? Because here's the thing. We can all just focus on all of the low points in our life and just, man, like, you know, this happened or that happened which is true, but can I just tell you something? In order to have low points in your life, you've had to have had high points, right? So if you've had some low points in your week, that means you've also had high ones to contrast those lows. That's what makes the low points low. So I want you guys to also share those things because it also says in, um, I think I'm skipping ahead in my notes. Um, <laughs> thanks, Pastor. <laughs> Uh, it's like way down in my notes. Romans 12:15. so I'll touch on it again a little bit later. But Romans 12:15, it says, rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. Yeah. 
right? So we get to, to celebrate the high points and we get to, uh, to mourn in the low points. We don't celebrate the low points, but maybe a little bit because we know in faith that God is going to bring the highs again. Um, and then another way to come prepared is with food, right? With food. If you're ever wondering, like, man, I don't, like, what kind of, what, what do I bring to a lunch on the courtyard? Our rule of thumb is usually bring enough to feed your family and then a little bit more to share. And here's the thing I want to challenge you guys in just a little bit is not to, to not always be that person that's depending on somebody else to feed your family whenever you come to an event like this, but to start becoming the person that other people depend on to bring that food. Because um, we do, we, we want to be able to, like if someone is new here this morning, if you are new here, I just, I just want to tell you, if you didn't bring anything, that is a-okay. We are going to have more than enough food. And that's the thing, members of JCT, we want to be able to say that. We have more than enough food. Come and dine with us. We want to fellowship with you. Um, a second way that you can engage with a lunch on the courtyard or any of our fellowship gatherings is to sit with someone different. How many of you guys, I'm gonna call you guys out just slightly, how many of you guys are sitting in the same seat you sit in every single Sunday? <laughs> if, <laughs> if I, if I, I'm tempted, I'm not gonna do it, I would make you all switch, do a little swapperoo. The worship team did it this morning, they were all like swapping roles and stuff like that. It was beautiful the way the Lord orchestrated that this morning. I'm thankful for them um, just being obedient, but sit with someone different. Sit with somebody different. Pastor said last week, we're diverse people with different backgrounds. This kind of stuff doesn't just happen, right? That is the beauty of the church is we get a, a, big, a big diverse gathering of people with different backgrounds, different stories, different experiences, different, like Tiffany shared, you have different stories, different testimonies of God's grace on your life. Share that with someone new. And allow, allow yourselves to be shaped by those around you, their stories around you as well. Um, and you never know. You could be sitting in the same room as your best friend or your soulmate and not even know it because you've been sitting in the same place all the time. So I would also encourage you, try something new. And I'm not just talking about the dishes that are out there. But try something new in that maybe it's time to try out the game. You know, maybe some of the games that are out there. Maybe I'm going to get up out of my seat and go engage with some of the things in the life that is happening on the, on the courtyard as well. Because here's the thing. If you guys are wanting new levels of boldness and you're wanting new levels of faith and new levels of friendship, you're going to have to do something different, right? You can't just keep doing the same thing you're always doing and expect to get somewhere different. Um, so the last thing is to be intentional. Man, I'm almost out of breath. I'm just so excited. Um, be intentional. So if someone's being vulnerable with you and they are sharing some of those lows with you, I mean, have you guys ever done that where you like, you kind of just express to somebody like, hey, like I'm just, man, I just really had a hard week. And they're like, oh man, I'm really sorry to hear that. I'll be praying for you. And they kind of just, you know, maybe like become a little dismissive. That's not who we are here at JCT, am I right? So be intentional. Enter into that with others. And be intentional. Don't, don't say, I'm going to pray for this later. Pray for it now. Like I said, if you want new levels of boldness, new levels of friendship, step into it. Step into it. So with that, um, 
I want you guys, before we go out to, for lunch on the courtyard, I just want to cast a little bit of vision for what we're doing here. Because how many of you guys noticed, hey, we didn't take communion yet. We didn't take communion yet. We, we, we moved that to the worship time, and we didn't, we didn't do that. So we are actually going to extend our service time to the lunch on the courtyard. Lunch on the courtyard is now part of our service time. You guys have all entered into our order of service, and now you all have a role to go sit with someone new and to go pray with somebody. Because the thing is, is that this time, we don't just have lunch on the courtyard as an event. Lunch on the courtyard, the purpose of that is to fellowship with one another. There is a deeper meaning there. And I am telling you, when, you, when two or three are gathered in his name, he is there with us. So we get to go to that courtyard, carry his spirit. And I hope so much that as our neighbors drive by to get back to their houses, maybe they're coming back from the grocery store, they see a bunch of crazy hooligans out there, us, in case you were wondering who that was. We are the hooligans that just absolutely love each other so deeply. They're going to see the old playing with the young. They're going to see all of our diverse, all of our diversity out there hanging out. And they're like, what in the world? What other organization does that ever happen in? Right? It happens here at the church, and it's just a beautiful thing. So with that, I want you guys to please stand. Um, and parents, I'm going to be releasing you in just a couple of minutes to go and grab your kids. And what we're going to do is we're going to pray for our food whenever we go out there. We're going to eat together. We're going to fellowship together. And we're going to take communion together outside. And then after that, we're going to play some games together, and it's going to be just a beautiful morning. Before, before we go out, I just want to share just a short reading and a prayer to send us out. So I read this yesterday, and I kind of debated on whether or not to share it, but I, just, I read it again. I was like, yeah, no, I need, to, I need to share this with you guys. This is just a reading um, from a book called Liturgies for Hope. It says, indulge in people. Give them more time than you should. Examine your one precious life and see which names rise to the top, which faces dot your map. Remember who has thrown you a rope when you were drowning at sea. Consider who brings laughter out of you like steam curling from a boiling pot. Stand face to face and let yourself be wounded by love. To spare your heart from decay, come close, even when it hurts even when the possibility of rejection looms like a shadow. Thank God you have been cared for. Thank God you can care. Marvel at how you cannot know who you will meet next, who will change your life with their sudden and quiet entrance. Do not punish those who do not, know, not yet know you by heart, who cannot and will not know you as you know yourself. Then turn and cherish those who somehow do know you better than you know yourself, even if it's only one. Expand your definition of soulmate. Embrace the stickiness and messiness of fleshy relationships. Believe stubbornly that loneliness is not your inheritance. I'm going to read a liturgy for friendship. You guys can bow your heads and just, and just listen to this and pray along. O oh Christ, I rejoice in the deep satisfaction of friendship and the unceremonious familiarity of being known and the freedom to be no one other than myself. Thank you for these signs of grace, the ease of conversation, 
the spontaneous eruption of laughter, the safety of silence, the relief of finding our way back to one another. Let me never see friendship as commonplace, but as a rare and lavish gift. As playful companions mature into confidants, protect our growth with the cloud of your presence. Braid yourself into our entwined hearts so that the cords of partnership are not easily broken. Teach us the way of covenant friendship so that we may live by the words of Ruth. Where you go, I'll go. Where you stay, I'll stay. Your people will be my people and your God, my God. May we know the unselfish endurance of a friend who loves at all times. May we willingly receive their wounds. May ironclad honesty sharpen us, sustaining our purest hearts, smoothing our rough edges, slicing away what keeps us from growth. Just as you spoke face to face with Moses, so we unveil our hearts to you in breathless wonder, for you do not call us servants, but friends. We desire this friendship with you too, Lord, for even unto death you have loved us. O Lord, who extends the arm of kinship to all who desire it, this is the greatest joy of friendship, to freely abide in the company of one who loves us. May we know this intimacy with you first and foremost, and with humble bravery, allow ourselves to be known. Amen. All right, now we are going to go to our courtyard relational break. And as Pastor used to say, and still says from time to time, if you want friends, be friendly. You guys may go out. (laughs) 